Hey everybody, happy Labor Day from the Realty Brothers. Monday, September 7th, and we've got a great show for you today. I'm so excited, mostly just because it's a holiday. Yeah. Great, let's listen to some intro. (laughs) You're listening to the Realty Brothers Podcast with Matthew Atwood and Michael Atwood. There is so much changing in the marketplace on a daily basis, and real estate is clearly something that affects everyone. So whether you're a seasoned industry expert or simply curious on the topic of housing, this is your one-stop shop for tips, tricks, insider knowledge, and encouragement for the entrepreneur in all of us. Okay, so uh, Labor Day weekend, arguably one of the best weekends of the year. Um, usually yeah i think like you know if you also have memorial day weekend um and you're like kicking off the summer but you don't i don't know there's so much hope you know in the air like oh look at us we're gonna do fun things like like we're gonna continue to do all summer long and labor day weekend is like this is the last chance winter will be on us before we know what's happening (laughs) whatever you didn't do all year so far you got to get done on labor day you have to that's it. So, um, how was your Labor Day? I mean, it's still happening, but how was the whole the whole weekend shindig? Yeah, the weekend uh, was great. Um, actually, yeah, my Labor Day is ending on Labor Day because um, now we are just switching gears to um, shut down vacation mode and start getting our kitchen cleaned out because uh, we finally found someone who's going to redo our, our hardwood floors. Um, so starting this week, we're going to get that done. So now Labor Day is going to be full of labor cleaning up our kitchen and getting that ready. <laughs> As it was intended. Yeah, but otherwise, uh, the weekend was uh, was awesome. We actually went down on Friday um, to the Wisconsin Dells, um, which is a little bit of a ghost town this year. Um, normally, it's uh, total craziness yeah. in the Wisconsin Dells over Labor Day, but um, it was a little... A little quiet, but that's okay. Um, my uh, my in laws uh, bought a place um, it at, in Christmas Mountain, which sounds <laughs> like my favorite place of, of the planet. Um, but it's not very Christmassy, to be honest. Um, but it, anyway, it's like a resort uh, resort village, if you will. There's tons of amenities. The kids have a blast. There's several pools to choose from. Uh, they have tennis courts. They have, I mean, just all these amenities. And uh, and we had just had a great time. And you know. I, I know I always talk about food, and I promise it's not my uh, not sponsored by this this uh, this week. But um, but I'll get it out of the way here. Big shout out for my mother in law. She cooks and cooks and cooks, and it's just it's always good. It's so good. <laughs> it's, it's so great. Good. <laughs> she oh my gosh, and and she, she it's like the minute she wakes up, she starts cooking breakfast and and you know getting everything ready. Um, you know, I come downstairs and there's breakfast ready. There's coffee ready. There's, I mean, it's just amazing. And as soon as everybody's done with breakfast, she starts on lunch and she just goes and goes nonstop. She's probably one of the most giving, like, uh, what's that love language that, uh, the oh, acts of service, acts of service. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, acts of service hearts I've ever met in my life. She just goes and goes and goes nonstop. And we kind of have this running joke in her family where like, we're all like, Hey, let's go to the pool. Where's Sue? And it's like, well, now she's, you know, doing the dishes quick and the laundry quick, and then she'll she'll be out. So there's kind of this running joke of like, oh, we're waiting for Sue again. But it's because she's so busy serving us. <laughs> and we're just like, I don't know, we just stand up and we can go. And she's like, no, I still have to do the rest of the house and 
you know, get the kids ready and do all this stuff. So she is like amazing. So she always makes our holidays great by, uh, by uh, just the incredible food, the laundry she does for us. I mean, she just she just goes and goes. So big That's shout out full to her. Service. Um, wow. Yeah, and the kids okay. had a blast in the swimming pools, and uh, I had a blast trying to play what some may call tennis. I don't know what I was playing, but um, it it resembled tennis. I have so many questions. Oh, okay. Um, I've just been. I, I needed to write them down because you just kept on <laughs> going there. I'm sorry. <laughs> but okay, number one, if it. From what you're describing, would you or would you not write a bad Yelp review and say not Christmassy enough? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, it's not Christmassy enough. Okay. If you're going to call a place Christmas Mountain, yeah, I want Christmas lights around the village year-round. Yeah. Otherwise, why is it Christmas? Right. I want, I want all of the pine trees decorated all year. Like, I want this place to be magical of Christmas. Now it's a pretty cool resort town. I mean, yeah. they've got their own golf courses. They've got their own uh, uh, ski hill, um, you know, bunch of swimming pools and stuff like that. But, you know, Christmas Mountain. Yeah. It, it suggests, like the name suggests that there's no mountain that is more Christmassy. You know, <laughs> it's pretty exclusive right. that way. Okay. Second right. question. Do you wear masks at a water park? That's a genuine question. I actually don't know how that works. They would get wet. Um, yeah. So it, it unlike the like typical Wisconsin Dells water parks, the, this is like a basically a giant HOA mm. that has a bunch of swimming pools. Fun. So they're very small swimming pools, right? <laughs> I know, Michael, you love HOAs, <laughs> but you know. So when when we would go, there usually was like nobody else there, maybe one or two other kids and their parents. I mean, you know, and so. Um, it, they weren't giant water parks. It was basically a pool and a hot tub. Mm, you know, no okay. diving board, no slide. It's, it's just a pool. So you don't no, wear a mask? Not, not, not outside. But do people have to wear masks at the actual water parks? You know, I don't know. I don't know. I would think probably not as long as they can stay under a certain capacity. But Yeah, like know. you don't have to at like a restaurant when you're eating. And so do you have to when you're actively swimming? That's my question. Yeah, that's a. I I don't think so. Well, you know what? There's this great typing. There's a great right tool at our fingertips. <laughs> You're typing <laughs> a Yelp CDC review about says, Christmas Mountain, aren't you? It says they advise it's against wearing masks in water, as they can be difficult to breathe through when wet. <laughs> that's <underwater. laughs> according to the CDC. So okay, all right. <laughs> they can be difficult to breathe through while swimming. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> well, because there's water around you. All right. It <laughs> makes sense. Thank you, Google. All right. Yeah. Um, what did I do so far this weekend? Mm. What other questions do you have about my weekend, Michael? I'm done talking about you. Okay. How was yours? <laughs> um, I decided I wanted to tackle some home projects because that's what I think Labor Day weekend is about. Um, yeah. Just like rolling up the sleeves and getting some things some things done, right? You know, I had redone my fireplace here a long time ago. Mm. And, uh, you know, when things reach that point where it's basically done and then you'll finish it later, that's yeah. been, that's been in that state for, what did you have to do? The tile work looks so good. Like so I what never else like finished do? the trim. 
Oh, like, cause gotcha. I had to remove the trim and you know, I had to cut new pieces that go up to where the tile starts. Hmm. Never really did that. And then I was like, well, my reasoning was cause I didn't have a nail gun. Um, and, uh, so finally I was like, I'm going to do it. You know, this is the weekend. And, uh, I'm proud to state it honest, honest to God only took me about seven and a half minutes. Did you get a nail gun? No, I used super glue. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Cause I thought to myself, I mean, if you're going to rip it off, you're probably going to redo everything. So okay. why bother getting a nail gun and like puttying it and painting it when I have a bottle of perfectly good Gorilla Glue like right here, you know? Yeah, around anyway. a fireplace. I'm sure that'll work. Oh, that's a good point. Well, Home Hacks with Michael. That should be a new We'll segment. see. <laughs> <laughs> Keep us posted. TBD, if my insurance company is listening, I just lost coverage. <laughs> <laughs> that's right um anyway no besides that uh the gym was closed because it's labor day and so um i made my own and invited friends and i was like welcome to my boot camp um and nice. I, like just outside and it was really fun nice. uh and then what else did we do i don't know oh i this will lead perfectly into my not sponsored because i really wanted to get a smoothie and have you ever been to tropical smoothie cafe I haven't been there, Michael, but I've heard you talk about it 3,000 times. Oh, my God. I'm obsessed. <laughs> What's so funny is that we were in Florida visiting our grandparents, and um, I was like, oh, I don't know. This random Floridian place called Tropical Smoothie Cafe looks good. Um, got it. Promptly thought it was the best thing I've ever had in my life and uh, got it every other day that we were there. And then I was like actually sad when I had to leave uh, and go back home because I'm like, I'm not, ugh, when's the next time I'm going to get to have one of those? And then we moved uh, because, uh, you know, building this place in Prior Lake. And there's a tropical smoothie cafe less than half a mile away, like right next to my house. I did, had no idea it was a chain. I didn't know that this existed anywhere else in the world. Um, but if anyone, like, I've never felt so strongly about a not sponsored sponsor that needs to sponsor me. <laughs> See, they're not a chain. They didn't have any other locations. But after your... 17 visits a day in yeah. Florida. They're like, we got to find out where this guy lives. They're like, look, if we just open up shop next to him, that'll more than pay for the location. Right. Wow. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's my not sponsored. You mentioned you're not sponsored is not your mother-in-law. I didn't say not my mother-in-law. I said, it's finally not food this year. Oh. <laughs> and then I brought up all the food that she makes. Oh, so it is um, your sponsor, your sponsor. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> No, my not sponsored by this week that that kind of is the sponsor for me um, in my life is iPads, not even necessarily Apple, but iPads. And let me tell you why. Mm -hmm. It's, I don't know, three and a half hours from here to the Wisconsin Dells, which means it's also like three and a half hours back. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And and that's a lot of time to spend in the car with an eight-year-old, a six-year-old, and a four-year-old. Well, he'll be four in a couple weeks. Um, A three-year-old. That's a long time in a car. Mm -hmm. And uh, my kids each have their own iPad, but they only get their iPads uh, for school or for uh, travel. And, And they're well aware of this. And when they get in the car and they start playing these like learning games, putting puzzles together, they could do it for hours. I mean, it's without them, we have to stop every 10 minutes to go to the bathroom or to, 
go to the bathroom again or because they're just bored and they're <laughs> crabby. But I give them their iPads. I turn on their their you know different learning games. My uh, my three year old is putting puzzles together of letters of of the alphabet, and then it says the word or it says the letter plus associates it with a word that starts with that letter, and and he just talks along with it and has a fun time doing it. I think they're great. They're the best thing ever for parents who the whole ride home, uh, we were talking about, you know, adult things and not getting interrupted. It was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, I think, um, you know, obviously I have an iPad and I think it's great, but it is the best invention ever for parents, period. So all these educational games, um, yeah. obviously they're great, but what is going to happen with these children? Because I try to like think back and I'm like, you know, we're reasonably smart <laughs> human beings. Yeah. And, and, and we didn't have these things. I mean, at best our video games was like Pac-Man. And what did that teach us? Right. Yeah. No, I mean, I think about the countless hours you and me and our brother spent playing uh, Mario Kart. Oh yeah. And um, that taught me the, to drive the way I do. And that that might be true, actually. And uh, GoldenEye on the N64, Classic. right? I mean, just so many hours. And my kids are playing games that are like, I mean, my daughter loves to color, so she colors on her iPad. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, my youngest boy loves to put puzzles together, so he puts puzzles together on his iPad. They're playing games where it's like partway through, they have to solve a math equation, and then it like, and I'm like, this is they love these games and I'm like, man, they're going to turn out so much smarter than I was, <laughs> you know, there's no so, hope for us. There's yeah. Oh, dang anyway, it. no, it's great. I, 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 I think it's the best thing ever. I mean, uh, if you were going to be sponsored by anyone, it would be Apple. So. It would be Apple. I, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, cool. So, uh, you know, something I thought was interesting that I wanted to talk about, uh, for our like news section, yeah. Oh, I need like a breaking news sound bite. Wouldn't that be fun? This just in. Yes. Yeah, I like it. Okay, correction. I don't need a sound bite. We just have to do that every time. So, news. I thought this was really interesting. This article came out talking about why this real estate market we're in is thriving in a national pandemic. I mean, we've come on episode after episode and even before we started podcasting, you know, we've been going on the radio and saying the market's doing really great, you know? Um, And everyone's wondering like, how is the, you know, the COVID-19 and how are all these things going to impact the housing market this year? And this is, if it wasn't going to crash before, it's definitely going to crash now. And this proves it's not even just us. This is across the nation. Um, It's just thriving real estate market i think is so insane so i wanted to dive into some of the details um in this report here yeah um talking about the the pandemic this century has failed to derail the housing market um and the reason why they're attributing is one of course well do you know did you read the article um you sent me i put you right on the spot right there yeah yeah okay fair (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the reason that they're citing is, of course, the lowest mortgage rates ever recorded, like ever. It's insane. Mm. Um, And then a shift in how people are currently using their homes, which makes a lot of sense. Um, So, of course, low interest rates make sense. And we've been saying that to everyone we know 
as well, right? I mean, there's never been a better time or a more affordable time to get into a home if you're not already, because um, Lord knows they've never been this low and I don't know if they will ever be this low again. But uh, the secondary demand is coming from the work at home phenomenon that has people looking for bigger homes and also caring less about their commutes to and from work. I told you this would happen. Remember in March mm-hmm. when this was all going down, I was like, you know what? I think everybody's going to be at home quarantined with their family and they're going to be like, we need a bigger house. Exactly. It's going to feel so cramped when they're all home all the time. <laughs> yes. And it, the way that you're viewing your house now, it's not just your home. Uh, like it's not just the place that you live, but it's now your shelter during mm. a national health crisis. It's now also your home office. And if you have children, it's also your school. Like, yeah, th- this is all of a sudden taking on a lot of extra burden that you're saying this, I thought this would suffice when it was just, you know, my one harbor here away from when I'm out at work and when I'm out at the school and when I'm out, you know, wherever, um, take out all the outs and it has to be all these things. And suddenly it might not check all the boxes that it once did. Yeah. And you know, there's, um, there's obviously there's always a pendulum swing on this stuff, but, um, some articles start coming out saying, could this be the end of office space? Right. I mean, everybody's figured out, Hey, we can work from home. So, Maybe nobody needs an office anymore. Oh my gosh, the whole commercial economy is going to collapse. Yeah, okay, probably not. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But there's also going to be some that go, you know, maybe we don't need this section of our business in an office, or maybe we can use our office space differently, or maybe, you know, and, um, you know, there was a, there's actually a big call center, um, uh, a Verizon call center uh, here in our hometown that mm-hmm. um, I think it was a year ago, maybe two years ago now. Um, they said, what if we just gave everybody a raise and you all worked from home? And this was like a year or two ago. Um, and they obviously cut their overhead costs way low and they just take these customer service calls from home. And you know that that type of thing doesn't take a whole lot of collaboration with the person sitting next to you. Mm-hmm. right it's just handling a right. call after a call and you're just looking up all the answers online i worked at a call center right out of high school so i know what it's like <laughs> it's <laughs> terrible thank just you kidding. google yeah <laughs> if you're in a call center consider a career in real estate come on over and i'll show you how fun <laughs> work can be um but uh but but since we've had our offices uh, our obviously our our agents have not worked from home. You can't work from home. Well, they're always working from a home, I guess. A home. <laughs> but um but you know, we have our uh we have our staff who have been working from home. And the biggest thing we're missing is that that just sense of community and collaboration and and team building and you know and and that definitely shows. So mm-hmm. I, I think it's gonna be a, a little bit of a pendulum. It might swing one way for a little while and then it'll come back um the other way. But uh but yeah, I, I've definitely noticed, you know, here in my house with, you know, my wife and I jumping in and out of our home office, and we're lucky enough to have, have a separate room that's our home office, um, jumping in and out of here between meetings to help the kids with their homework. You know, it's mm-hmm. been, uh, or I shouldn't even say homework. It's all homework now. <laughs> it's just work. <laughs> but they're distance learning. So um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I can see, you know, people wanting to look at a space that might be more conducive to this new type of lifestyle. Right. Well, if you want to know just how much it ha- it has increased, right? If it's if they're using the word thriving, I want to know 
<laughs> what what goes beyond just doing well to like mm. beyond so uh the report this is actually from the national association of realtors report said that existing home sales so anything that's not a new construction basically mm. um jumped 25 percent in the month of july wow that's nuts um and the the dollar volume that they achieved in the month of july is the highest sales level since tw- 2006 so before the crash when things were getting kind of crazy um and the biggest monthly increase ever recorded like there has never been a time when the it increased by 25 percent from one month to the next wow um and what's interesting too is that the month of june so just before was a 21 percent jump so i mean holy cow it's <laughs> yeah. ramping up. That's um, crazy, and oh and gosh. unfortunately, it, I know you and I talked about this in a previous uh, a podcast, but um, I was just talking with uh, with my brother in law about how many people he knows who are paying cash mm-hmm. for their homes right now, and so I don't know if it it might just be that you know some family are refinancing their house and and giving their children a gift <laughs> to 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 get into this position because with with in with mortgage interest rates as low as they are you'd think why would you pay cash but they're trying to do that so they can at least just get the house mm-hmm. you know try right. to be in front of those that are trying to you know qualify for a loan but um it's uh it's a very strange and interesting uh market right now and it seems like everything is going for multiple offers mm-hmm. but you know what's really cool hmm is most of the winning ones tend to be represented by our agents. <laughs> I'm just true. saying, I'm just saying like how many times have we been in these weekly meetings with Mankato or the first falls first fall seems to win a lot. Oh my yeah. gosh. And yeah. you know, just going over what's happening, the new deals that are coming together, multiple offer, but we came together multiple offer, but we won that one. And I'm like, these guys are just uh, clearly it, it is in your best interest to align with someone who knows what they're doing. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, I am just, I'm so impressed by the fact that our agents um, really kind of stepped it up during this pandemic and they've been tuning into our weekly sales meetings, all of the offices, right? And, um, and, and collaborating and sharing what listings they have coming up with each other. And, and, and especially now that means, you know, people going, wait a minute, I think I might have a buyer for that. You know, we've been looking for something like that. And mm-hmm. so, um, in some cases they're, they're almost coming onto the market sold. Um, and, uh, and that's something that I, I just, like I said, it's, it's that impressive, um, collaboration where they're all just coming together every week and, uh, and, and talking about, well, here's what I did. Here's what I tried. Here's what worked for me. And, uh, and, uh, it's, it's had proven fantastic results. Yeah. That's awesome. So, super cool. Hey, that's uh that's interesting news. I also heard that the um uh that the median home price is up to one of the highest if not the highest yet on record. That's yeah, there was a whole other article I was reading that was similar to that that was saying um that we keep on talking about affordability because uh uh the interest rates are going down but at the same time the home prices are are creeping up. So, mm-hmm. I, I if that's at the very least to say that affordability is not going to last forever because that's going to start eating away and erasing the savings that you're getting on the interest rate side. Right. Well, and that's, I mean, it's, it's kind of a supply and demand issue right now. Mm -hmm. There's, there's not a lot of supply, but buyers want to take advantage of these historic, 
uh, interest rates. And, uh, and so we just need more people to sell their house. Seriously. Well, that's the thing too. We keep on talking about buyers and, and sellers are like, well, I want a high, you know, purchase price. Well, where are you going? Do you want the place that you buy to be a high purchase price too? Or <laughs> hopefully, right. you know, right. we can yeah. have, some, or maybe they're going to like an RV. You know, that could be awesome. Just, I really actually want to do that someday. <laughs> you must love your family. I just, I just love, <laughs> maybe when I retire and it'll just be my wife and I, but um, just this country, not to get on a totally different tangent, but this country has so many different scenes to it. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. you can, you can go from, you know, Minnesota, very um, cornfield to Northern Minnesota, very like Northwoods pine everywhere. <laughs> and then in the same day being like the Badlands, which is not even of this planet, mm-hmm. just it looks like a totally different planet once you hit <laughs> South Dakota. Um, uh, the people too. I don't even understand. I'm just kidding. Just <laughs> kidding. Where is Waldrug? This is crazy to me. <laughs> they have more billboards than anyway. So, um, yeah, very, very diverse, uh, uh, landscapes across the United States. And I would just love to hop in an RV and just go all over the place and, and see it. Um, course i say that but i i think i'd rather have a different house in like a house in montana a house in like colorado yeah. a house in <laughs> utah a house in yeah <laughs> and then just fly to all of them because rving takes a while yeah I, but I, anyway I hey uh this was a crazy busy week for our family wasn't it oh my gosh so much happened i forgot little, about little, that little crazy for uh for the atwood family there's there's a new little realtor there's a new little realtor. Uh, you know, we our family often jokes that um, when you're born uh, into the Atwood family, you get your birth certificate and your real estate license at the same time. Just happens. <laughs> I mean, yeah, everybody in our you fight it all uh, you want, it's going to happen. Yeah, I don't know. So our uh, our brother Brian, who Michael has brought up on this uh, this podcast before, um, <laughs> only with love. Only with love. Um, <laughs> our brother Brian welcomed uh, his new son uh, into this world and uh, couldn't be couldn't be happier. They also have a, a little girl. And uh, did he send you the video of of her? Or no, it, <gasps> it was yes. on Facebook. I think I watched um, a lot. Oh my gosh! Just the first time they put uh, their little baby boy into their daughter's hands, and she just she lit up. I mean, just oh my gosh! I'm like that's the scene. ideal reaction you know like some parents don't get that you're like the older child cries or like i don't like it oh my gosh that is what i i have a video of my uh my son and my daughter when we uh handed them uh the our youngest son and they both just kind of sat there holding him staring at it (laughs) it yeah and then i was like what do you think and my son goes good (laughs) (laughs) it's the best video anyway so um so yeah big congratulations to brian and his wife uh welcoming their uh new baby boy uh just just such a cutie and uh and looks a lot like brian actually kind of looks a lot like aaron too yeah um has a has a good of of both of. don't even get uh, me started that uh, that's like freaks me out 
<laughs> when I when I really start thinking about it, I was just talking about this with someone the other day. When I really start thinking about it, the fact that like human beings make other human beings inside of them that looked like both of them at the same time, that is some like sci-fi level stuff right there. It is weird. I was talking to my wife about this when we had our kids. I was like, you know, as advanced as humanity has come, yeah, we still grow these people in such a you know, biological way. <laughs> oh my gosh! You know, but anyway, it's beautiful. I know you don't have kids, but it's uh, it's uh, I have when dogs. they hand you your child and for the first time, it. it's holding your heart outside of your chest. It's the best way I can think to explain it. It is the most surreal moment of your entire life. Nothing can compare to it. Um, not even your wiener dogs. Okay, what about like my wiener dogs in a backpack on my bicycle? <laughs> While super cute. Um, that's like not, holding my heart on my no. back in a backpack, right? No, not the same. <laughs> so say, uh, one, one brought life into the world and, uh, your side, I don't oh even gosh. know. Well, my son, my oldest son was actively trying to take his out of this world. Seriously. Uh, I feel um, like kids are just actively always trying to find ways to die. Oh my gosh. It was so, <laughs> It's just super terrifying. Uh, okay, first I'm going to preface this by saying I'm one of those parents that when I see my kid crash, when I see them fall off the stool in the kitchen, when I see them trip over something and smash into the floor, I just wait a second. Mm-hmm. You have to. I'm like, how bad do you think you're hurt? Even if it looks super scary to me, I'm just going to hang on for a second. See how they react, and then I'll come and comfort them. But I always give it a second, right? Um, because sometimes, honestly, they they flip off backwards off the couch, and they smack the ground, and they get up and go, whoa, and then they keep going about their day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Uh, and sometimes it looks like a fly landed on their shoulder, and they scream and scream in pain that the weight of this fly upon their shoulder has just destroyed them. So anyway, I'm sitting in my home office and I'm talking to my wife and I look out to the driveway and my son is, uh, my oldest is riding his bike. And two seconds later, two seconds after I look out and, and look at him, he, I don't know exactly what happened, but all of a sudden his, his bicycle handlebars went one way and he went the other and he didn't even have time because he was riding his bike so fast to get his hands in front of him so his face met the driveway full force Uh, and so while i'm the parent that will wait a second or two he hadn't even hit the ground yet and i was leaping over my desk and running out the front door i just knew in that in that moment that this was bad and uh um, I will spare all of the gory details because it was, um, but, uh, he ended up knocking out one of his adult teeth, oh my gosh. um, breaking his nose, um, road rash across his face that you would not like to see. Um, and, um, and we, we, <laughs> this is a, Michael, you might want to just shut off your headphones for yeah. a second, but, um, uh, we were on the phone with the the dentist immediately 
um, saying he lost an adult tooth. Uh, I mean, I think I'm trying to see, you know, we're trying to clean up blood and um, uh, we're trying to see if maybe it broke or if the whole thing came out. We, oh. we don't know. We're trying to, we're trying to figure it out. Um, and they said, if he lost his whole tooth, try to find the tooth. Um, and so I sent my wife up to the dentist. They, they were going to do an emergency um, dental surgery for him. And, um, and so I just got down on my hands and knees and started crawling across the driveway, uh, trying to find it. Um, I did 100% fully intact, um, (laughs) put it in a bag, ran it up to the dentist and they put it back in. No. And, uh, of course he screamed, but, um, but it, there's, there's about a 25% chance that it'll actually take and it will, it will, the tooth will, will actually thrive. So we're, we're really still hoping and and praying. Um, they, they gave them braces like, like a bridge, uh, to hold it all in place. Um, and, and we won't know for probably the next six months to a year, um, if this is really going to work. Um, otherwise, you know what, we'll, we'll put in some, uh, some prosthetic teeth and, and whatever. I mean, it, it's always good to keep your (laughs) original teeth, but, um, but it could be so much worse. He was wearing a bicycle helmet and that helmet is needing to be replaced now. I mean, that's how hard he hit the ground. Um, so I, I'm so thankful to God that he was wearing that, that bicycle helmet, um, and then we got really good news that they weren't going to have to reset his nose. Um, so, uh, so that's good. Um, and, uh, and he's, his spirits are back. So it was actually kind of interesting as I'm crawling around on the driveway is when Brian says, please welcome to the world, my son. And I, I stopped and cause even though my heart is in trauma mode right now, I'm like, Oh my gosh, congratulations. I, I love it. Love it. Love it. Right. And, and Brian had put the date of birth mm-hmm. and my wife and I were talking about this. We're like, that has to be within minutes, if not the minute that Benton crashed, that, that my son crashed because by the time he sent that and we're thinking of when, when, I mean, it was almost the exact same time he was welcoming his son into the world. Mine was smashing his face. Oh my gosh. So, um, Really crazy busy week, but uh, but his spirits are up. He he was just spent the weekend with his cousins, which really built built his spirits back up. And, and uh, yeah, Yikes. so very busy, scary week. So the moral of this story is, Michael, you're probably smart to not have kids. Right Honestly, now, so. I like the whole time. <laughs> I've been avoiding hearing you tell that story. Yeah, because um, I knew it would. That's make not me even all of every- it, Michael. I, that was the really clean no, b- version stop. for you. Yeah. But uh, wait, I do want to know one thing. Can he eat? Uh, he is only just now starting to have semi-solid food um, cut up, mushed up, yeah. send to the back of his mouth to, to chew it a couple times. But You just daddy bird and baby bird it. Yeah. <laughs> gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. No? Oh, that's uh, gross. All right. Anyway, uh, oh, I had another question. Shoot. Let me think back to what you were saying. Oh, it wasn't a question. It was just a statement. Here's the thing. Um, I had a friend in college. Her name was Laura. And uh, she also had an experience where she lost an adult tooth as a child. And I don't even think anybody knew that you could just put it back in. So she just had a, you know, temporary, or not a temporary, but a fake tooth. Um, And it was 
honest to God, the greatest party trick. And she could just <laughs> pull out her teeth. And like, oh, oh God, she thought she was so funny. She would always like fake an accident, like fall over onto the coffee table and like oh, pull it out of her mouth. It never got old, honestly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that would actually be amazing because people are so queasy yes. about that too. You know what I mean? Like, ugh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Uh, so anyway, I feel like I need to be uplifted a little bit after that experience. Yeah. Um, and I, what are we on? This is week three. Number three yes. of the qualities that make a great leader. Okay. So, Can't wait to hear um, about it. So if you're going, what is he talking about? Go just pause right here. Go back two episodes and uh, and listen to uh, this is our uh, number three of a 10 week series uh, where we're talking about the qualities of great leaders. All leaders share certain qualities or characteristics that include these 10 things. Um, and I think this is just a fantastic list. And um, I actually uh, printed this out and and pinned it to my wall uh, a few years ago so that I could just look at it after every situation came up. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, so here's here's week, in, week number three. Um, uh, week number one was self-respect and respect for others. Week number two was the ability to communicate effectively. And number three is integrity and character. So it goes on to say, leaders are not swayed by unsubstantiated opinions or unfounded rumors. Fame, power, and material gain don't motivate them. Leaders have integrity, that strength of character that resists assault. I love that Mm. last line. Mm -hmm. The strength of character that resists assault. Um, and, and just the thought of, you know, someone who, that fame, power, and material gain don't motivate them. That's not what they're out for. And, and when somebody is out there for fame or they're out there for power or they're out there for material gain, you, you can tell immediately Mm -hmm. that that's what they're for and nobody wants to follow them. (laughs) Right. Um, when they're for a vision, when they're for a cause and that's what they believe in, and that's what they're they're uh, motivated by. Then it makes other people want to follow along, right? Oh, so sure. um, I love that, but especially that last line: this a strength of character that resists assault. You know, yes. there's um, I did a leadership group uh, that I talked to you quite a bit about, uh, Michael, um, and and it was uh, business leaders. And one of the first meetings, if not the first meeting, uh, the moderator of this group said. It's kind of lonely at the top, isn't it? Who do you talk to? Who talks to you? Right? They, you, the further you get up the up the ladder and the 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 higher leadership position you hold, the fewer peers you have within your organization. You know, you might have a few managers at this level, and then mm-hmm. a couple managers above them, and then but it, it at some point just comes to one person or you know, in our case, I guess two people, (laughs) Um, which is great because, and I brought that up a lot in our leadership uh, uh, meetings was I'm so fortunate that I have another co-leader that we share quite a bit and, and sometimes almost intentionally disagree on things so that we can keep ourselves in, in check and balance. But, um, but beyond being lonely at the top, uh, it can also, um, you know, anytime you're promoted, this was brought up to anytime you're promoted, you suddenly realize who your friends are. Right. The people who you, your coworkers who you always got along with suddenly won't talk to you or they'll start talking about you behind your back or they'll whatever, because 
they're in it for fame, power, or material gain, right? Mm -hmm. And so they want the leadership position. And so they're going to take you down or try, but a leader has integrity and that strength of character that resists assault. Um, so I absolutely love this one. What are your thoughts? I love that. Don't I, you? I do. It's just, uh, like there's certain lines I think that really like just hit you, <laughs> you know, when someone like <laughs> words something really well. And the last line there is an example of that when it's just like you, you don't even have a response, you know, you're just like, right. Oh takes the yeah. wind right out of you to be like, well, that said it. I know. It's one of those things. The first time I read it too, it's like, you just kind of sit back for a second. You go, yeah. 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 So, you know, it's, uh, like I said, it's, I, obviously I don't want to get political on these, uh, these podcasts, but it seems like we're in a political climate now where it doesn't matter what you're for. It just matters what your op- opponent is for or what or how you're against your opponent. Mm-hmm. Right? Very few political ads now say, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And they just say, look at that person. You don't want them, don't, do you? Right. They're motivating people to vote against someone, not for someone. And, uh, and so be that leader that is for something. Not for fame, power, or material gain, but be that leader that's for the greater good, for the cause, uh, for the vision of the company. And as I've said in every single podcast surrounding this thing, it doesn't matter if you are working in the mailroom or if you're Mm -hmm. next in line for the CEO position. Whatever level you're at, you can be a leader because leader doesn't necessarily mean the position that was given to you by your boss. Leader is who you are and how you align your characteristics. Mm -hmm. And that's what is going to put you into leadership positions because people can see it. And if somebody else gets promoted over you that is out there for fame, power, and material gain, I can almost guarantee you it's not going to last long. Right. Or you just the, go find a different company. The <laughs> positivity, the integrity is just so infectious too that it's like it, it, other people love to hitch onto that bandwagon. You know, to be like, wow, that's the that's the secret sauce that I'm missing. That's the piece of the puzzle to be like for something and care about things, but not for your own personal gain for good. And for uh, like a, a deeper why that just gets people amped up. Yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. So there's the, there's a motivation next week. We've got another good one. Um, that's uh, that's, I was going to say another one of my favorites. They're all my favorites, <laughs> <laughs> but don't, don't miss next week. It's don't my miss favorite. next week. It's going to be, so good. Um, anyway, if you're worried about missing Matt's quote unquote favorite, uh, <laughs> you don't have to worry if you just hit that subscribe button uh, and get automatically notified once there's a new episode. Uh, spoiler alert, it's every Monday morning. So uh, you could also just plan for that. But I love to get the reminders. I know like my favorite podcasters, what their schedules are. Um, but also it just it gives me a little good feeling when I'm, you know, driving to work in the morning and I get the little budding new episode of and I'm like, oh, I'll listen to that now or oh, I'll save that for later. Yeah. Um, so anyway, be sure to hit subscribe. Uh, and then as we've mentioned before, leave us a message. Let us know what questions that you have, um, just because I think as we're trying to pull content that's relevant and interesting and meeting a variety of different people's needs um, across a wide spectrum of where you could be at in any given real estate situation. 
soon. Uh, we don't want to take for granted that there's people out there that are uh, trying to and should be benefiting from all of the babbling that we do on a weekly basis. So let us know what your questions are, what you're wondering, what your thoughts are. You can always send us an email at contact at the Uh, you can also copy the link or click on the link that's in the bottom of, uh, this podcast here, whether you're on anchor or on Spotify or on Apple podcasts or any of the other platforms that you like to go on, click on that link and you can leave us a message and that would be super fun. So much fun. Please Actually, do I, haven't, that. I haven't even checked the library to see if anybody's done that. So if you have, We'll get We're there. Totally going to get. We're just so swamped in a, you know, listener requests <laughs> over here. We've had a few. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much for listening. We're excited to uh, just keep on pumping out different, uh, different tidbits of information that could be helpful again whether you're trying to remodel your home or whether you're trying to see you know generally what's happening so you have good water cooler talk next time you have to make the small talk at work you know or what is that there is no work small talking with your cat just you know your water cooler is your water dispensing fridge now um and and the co-worker is your kid so meet your kid at your fridge and give a little water cooler talk that's and, one of my uh, favorite you know things, actually. Have you seen all the, the um, that, that's like trending to start calling your kids your coworkers and then tweet about them? <laughs> Today, my coworker demanded that I make them lunch and then kicked me. <laughs> it's fantastic. I mean, yeah, that's like a normal work day for me now. Yeah. 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 Um, hey, you all, this is a short week, but you're going to make it a great week. And uh, you're going to head into this uh, this short week energized. And uh, and thank you so much for tuning into the Realty Brothers. And we can't wait to talk to you again next week. Oh my gosh! Next week, Matt, we're going to have some exciting updates about the Duluth office because we you and are, are both making progress there, making waves. So, so excited! I can't wait so to talk excited! About that. All right, have a great week, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks, y'all. Thanks for listening to the Realty Brothers podcast. If you liked this episode, please help support us by subscribing to The Realty Brothers on your favorite podcasting app. And, of course, your five-star reviews are always greatly appreciated. Be sure to also check us out on Facebook and on Instagram as The Realty Bros and at our website, therealtybros.com. And we would love for you to join the conversation. Send us a message at the link in the description below, message us on your favorite social media platform, or shoot us an email, contact at therealtybros.com.